Welcome to Let's Go, a podcast about exploration, people, ideas, places, events, and things, and the intersection of all the above. This is Bert, your Let's Go podcast voice. The topic of being available. Hmm, I wonder. How do you make yourself available? And, looking in the mirror, how about me? How, and how often, am I making my time, talent, and treasures available in life? Especially to people that have a dire need. Being available in dire need brings to mind something that happened 15 years ago referring to Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina was when all the medical professionals, first responders, emergency workers, and a lot of laymen came into action and made themselves available when there was a lot of people who were dying or at risk of dying. Hurricane Katrina is one of those events in the lives of the people that were affected that did they mark by life pre-Katrina and post-Katrina. Unfortunately, a lot of loss of life occurred. However, in the midst of that tragedy, there were a lot of people coming from all over the country, making themselves available, saving lives, or at least positively altering people's lives a little bit better than it would be otherwise. I have a friend of mine who told me once She made herself available with a group of folks from Ohio who ventured down to Louisiana. It's a meaningful time in her life. She made herself available with all those folks. And I like to think that there's a lot of people to this day who are sitting around telling stories about her or her friends and the kindness in their eyes and the helping hand they lended to them. Making themselves available really made a big impact. Similarly, three years ago, Hurricane Harvey hit southeast Texas, the greater Houston area. In that case, it was rather interesting for me because my backyard literally got 55 plus inches of rain. But yet, because I grew up in Louisiana and I had a mindset to protect for floods and protect for hurricanes, I was really lucky. And didn't have a drop of water threatened to come into our home. However, a good friend of mine, just seven or eight blocks away in my neighborhood, and people all around our greater area and all over Houston and Southeast Texas had a completely different scenario. They were flooded. Just a few blocks from my home, people had several feet of water in their house. In the greater area, eight to 10 feet of water in their area in their homes. This was a bad day, or a bad week, or a bad event, because like Katrina, many people's lives were separated from that point forward, pre-Harvey and post-Harvey. One day, after all the rain finally stopped and it started to drain, I was listening along the way on my back porch, and I was in a great situation hadn't even lost 
electricity or cable. From my backyard all this time, it looked like nothing was going on. But I knew from walking through the neighborhood over those days and seeing all the water devastation that that was anything but the case. And from hearing helicopters, airboats, emergency vehicles, literally rescuing people like something you'd see in a movie. And here I was sitting on my back porch these days, frustrated with survivor's guilt. So I made a cardboard marker and I wrote, I'm available. And I took to the streets. That was the birth of my personal ministry that I call being available ministry. As I walked through the neighborhood, it didn't take too long for me to run across a man who saw my sign and waved me over and said, I could sure use some help. And I had the blessing to be available to that man. Interestingly for me, he had an LSU baseball cap on. I had never seen him before, but we found out we had that in common, being fans of LSU. So we started mucking out his house. We got a couple beers, we tried to turn it into as fun a thing as possible, which, if you know anybody from Louisiana, that joie de vie spirit, is, that's just the way things are. After mucking his house, made myself available as many times as I could. I have no idea how many times. Went down to Dickinson, Texas, and there's one particular area that I was able to help at that really sticks out. A man had just came home after evacuating, and I was there watching him find out how messed up his house was. So we hit social media, made some phone calls, talked to churches and organized groups, and the next thing you know, we had an army people in his house making a lot of hard decisions, trying to salvage pictures or anything we could because he had gotten hidden with five, six, seven feet of water. Also, in the midst of Harvey, I recall our church being used as kind of a multi-church pantry where all the different churches geared up together and created like a grocery store. So I only got to help a little bit there, but the people there were amazing. It literally looked like a grocery store, shopping carts and everything in every possible need you can imagine, from diapers to bottled water, to soup, you name it, were made available to people in their crisis. That's an event that reflect back two ways. Wow, the hardship and all the lives that were affected negatively. But also, seeing the greatest human spirit come together, making themselves available for others. There's a lot of other ways in life to make ourselves available. I'd like to kind of brag on a family member for now, my younger sister, about how she once made herself available in what I consider an heroic way. She quit her job that she really, really loved in the time when my mom was degrading for the last year or two of her life. And her and her husband gave up their master bedroom and built a mom control center make a lot of people very envious to help escort my mom from this life to the next with dignity and respect and supreme love. 
heroic love. That is an amazing, amazing story of making yourself available for someone. Now, granted, it's your mother, but the level of dedication and love and being available was truly heroic in my book. However, times in life, sometimes it's the small things as well. One person I talked to recently shared her story, a family member, about how she was helping out during Hurricane Harvey. She said, like me, she kind of had survivor's guilt and was frustrated because she was high and dry as well and didn't really know how to help. So she tells a story about how she found a way to do laundry for a family or two. She did laundry. She made herself available best way that she could and I'm sure the families that she did laundry for will never forget the look in her eyes and her help at hand in that time of need speaking of little or big things how about the Cajun Navy the Cajun Navy kind of exemplify being available these are guys and gals in South Louisiana Cajuns who have a community helping spirit. These folks basically were farmed in the time after Karina and have made themselves available to many, many circumstances around the country. They get in their bass boats, they fill it up with gas, they get their flatbeds, their airboats, all their equipment, their generators, and they take off, all on their own nickel. Now, they might be formal now, I don't know, but I know when they first formed, it was just goodwill and being available. Being a Cajun, I'm kind of proud to know those folks come from the culture I grew up in. Community culture, where the default is, if somebody needs a helping hand, you make yourself available. Maybe that's why this resonates for me so much. I was blessed to grow up in a community as such. Speaking of, I once did a project where I interviewed people in Cajun country, just for the fun of it, because that's the kind of guy I am. I like to ask questions. And I asked a bunch of people, are you a Cajun? And I got all kinds of interesting answers, and that's a story for another day. But there's one that's very relevant. One of my dearest friends from high school, and I asked him on camera, are you a Cajun? answer very apropos to this topic he said well of course and I said why is that he said because we help people at first I thought that was a little peculiar you're a Cajun because we help people but then as time moved on I realized that his answer was the best it really really epitomized the helping hand making yourself available community culture of South Louisiana. Of course, there's many ways in life for us to help. I don't know about you, but maybe you can help out in the community with folks that have Alzheimer's or get involved in the STEM fields, encouraging people to get involved in science, technology, engineering, and math. There's all kinds of different ways to make yourself available. 
And particularly about now, there's another opportunity just like Katrina and just like Harvey. I'm referring to the last few days when Hurricane Laura slammed my homeland, southwest Louisiana. There's a lot of need out there right now. So I'd like to ask you, how can you make yourself available? If you can, there's sure a lot of people who've been devastated who could use your help. Maybe it's your physical presence if you can get out that way to lend a hand. If you've got those kinds of skills and that kind of availability. Maybe it's a monetary gift. Maybe it's donating recovery items or coordinating a delivery. Things like tarps, heavy-duty garage, garbage bags, packing items, boxes and tapes, cleaning supplies, bottled water. There's all kinds of different things that are needed. And you might want to consider finding a way to make something available those people in need as they are going through a similar event well they'll tell the story in years to come of their life pre-Lara and post-Lara all in all life is full of needs so I'd like to encourage you to find your own way to be available perhaps you can find a way to do so by doing some laundry so to speak something like that Whatever's available to you to make available to others. Someone, somewhere, some way being available to help. Well, that's a let's go wrap for now. Thanks for joining in this exercise of exploration, curiosity, and meaningfulness. Such things really are at the heart of living. So, till next time. I encourage you to go be available.